You're listening to the Fit Mind, Fit Body podcast, where we explore the connection between a fit body and positive mental health. And our big mission, it's to help 10,000 runners to develop fitter minds in the next two years. I'm your host, Michelle Frost. Let's get moving. Welcome to this very special episode of the Fit Mind Fit Body podcast. In this bonus episode, we have a conversation with one of my running coaches all the way from the Netherlands, Marlies Court. We're not just talking about running today, though. And Marlies, she is not just a running coach. She is also the mother of twin 15-year-old daughters. So today, we decided to talk about how mums especially need to find more ways to give themselves time, time to just go and be themselves. Not mum, not wife, not business owner, not all of the other hats that we put on, but just themselves, whether that's running or yoga or sitting or knitting or whatever it is. We're talking about how you as a mum especially find time to just be you. Marlies talks a little bit about this in her nine miler program. And I also share a little bit about this in my mindful movement program. I hope you enjoy. There are heaps of tips here, especially to get through what is coming up to be the silly season. All right. Enjoy. This is a really special episode of Fit Mind Fit Body. Today, instead of interviewing someone about their running experience, although I'm pretty sure we'll talk about running <laughs> because yes. I have one of my running coaches, Marlies Court, here today for a special episode. Yes, Welcome, I wish you Hello. So today, the reason we're doing a special bonus recording is because when I was talking to Marlies not that long ago, we were talking about the spaces that we all have in our lives to do the things that we know are good for us, things that we want to do, things that we know we should do, um, and just taking time to be ourselves as well rather than this busy, busy rush, rush that we all find ourselves in. And we were particularly thinking about mums and and one of the reasons um, Marlies is awesome to talk to, not just because she's a fantastic runner, she's a running coach, Uh, and runs a a business called the Nine Miler Program, which she can tell you a little bit more about shortly. She's also a mum, and I believe of twins. Is that right, Marlene? Yes, twin daughters. Twin daughters. How old are they? Uh, They're 15 now. 15. Wow. Teenagers. Yes. That's interesting. (laughs) Actually, that would be interesting to to talk about maybe. How, How did you find when they were young, when they were little, what was your time like then? Was it kind of... Very busy. I imagine twins would be quite challenging when it comes yeah, to the time. Yeah, it was, especially the first four years because, uh, before they go to school. Yeah. Then it's busy, busy, busy. You're really so busy. You really even have to organize when you go to shower or to go to use the restroom. Wow. Yeah. But how did you, uh, did you run then? <laughs> yes, I did. Because, <laughs> just because of that, just yeah. to have some free time to be me <laughs> so what did when you were running 
what like were you thinking about the kids or were you just you know being that's you? a good question um yes and no because you have to organize it it yeah. wasn't something that there was no free time it was not just like that because yeah. I also had my another business by then yeah I tried to continue like half time and then the running and the twins all together um so I put just like it like a date in my agenda like yeah. I have now it's so nobody can just put something else in it it's an I appointment schedule it. Hmm. yes mm. yes and I also organized it by having somebody uh, who's looking after the girls yeah so yeah. when this as soon as she came in the house um I updated her like in five minutes and I said well I go and then I ran out for a run <laughs> so actually I paid to run <laughs> because she she was just a babysitter that's amazing yeah so did were there any times when you thought you were going to go for a run or get to go for a run but you didn't because you know life made it not happen how what did it feel like then you know when you missed that going for a run was it kind of yeah I I have a hard time if if things are not going the way I want and mm-hmm. with kids in your life mm-hmm. many times kid, um, things don't go the way you want because they there's always something going on mm-hmm. so you try to solve it and to um, uh, to stay positive yeah. and to focus on them first, and then if everything is organized, you try to find a way to still go out and run, even maybe it's twenty minutes instead yeah. of an hour. Yeah, and so that makes you happy. You just go, which probably answers the question: What do you think the running does for you? That time where you get to go and just be you. What do you think? I like. It even more than before I had the kids because I then it meant so much more to me because time is so precious and mm-hmm. so you need to schedule it. So it was not that kind of freedom that I always had before mm-hmm. we had the girls. Mm-hmm. So for then when when I had the chance to go out and run, I actually appreciated more because you realized way more how special it was to have that little free time that you could find in your daily schedule so I loved it yeah I I liked it so much and uh, it was yeah it's me time I really called it me time just for me yeah important uh, time to to reset was it much different when when they got a bit older so the amount of time or how you is it just when they're older they can look after themselves at at a certain age and However, exactly, there's still yeah. so much, um, I was talking to someone today about how much driving around that you have to do until you, you know, with your kids are doing after school activities and things like that. There yes, still seems yeah. to be a lot of. Yeah, things change. Those things. Because when they're little, you have to take care of them. They are mm-hmm. they are at home. So there's always somebody there 24-7 mm-hmm. um, because they are not able to do anything by themselves yeah. but when they get a little older you're right and you start to drive around after school yeah but then you start to uh, combine things so when they went to the triathlon club or to gymnastics i was dressed in my running gear yeah dropped them yeah. off parked yeah. the car and went out for a run yep <laughs> and then well then you have to watch your watch really yes. carefully because then you need to be back on time but still so yeah 
That's yes. the way I did it. And of course, when they're in school, it makes it a little easier because then you have some more. Yeah, well, the, they're not around. So unless you're sort of working business hours or whatever for someone else, when you're working for yourself, you can be a bit more flexible too. Yeah, you can kind <laughs> of schedule it the way, yeah, well, differently. Yeah, yeah, because we work in the evenings as well. So yeah, yeah so during daytime, you have some more time to uh, schedule for a run or something. Yeah. Yeah. So when we started talking about this, if, well, probably a few months ago now, um, your eyes really lit up and it was something you really wanted to share. And I know that in your coaching business, um, there is elements of this in the program as well, because it's more of a lifestyle. It's not just here, here's how to run a marathon. There's a whole lot of other <laughs> things because really, you know, it, the, the thing to, doing the marathon, the thing that is a whole body, it's not just, you know, shoes and and uh, you know a, it's a whole thing you can't just well you can but it's not always healthy to just get out and run a marathon and not look at the whole picture about other right. things in your life you could change or and do and I'm not really didn't want to necessarily talk about running a marathon but what is it about um, this element of people and especially mums that's sort of what we both are and what we can talk to what is it about that that really makes you want to share the things that you found and uh, about people especially mums finding that space for themselves what what is it that really why is it so important to you um, I see women struggle with uh, all the place that they need to keep in the air that's how I call it yeah yeah all their identities <laughs> or their roles yeah, there are so many role models, and um, uh, and mostly of the time they schedule their 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 own their their me, and yeah. the last part of all the things that need to be done. Yeah, and that makes them uh, unhappy because mm -hmm. by then you're tired, you're worn out, and um, so we try to find a balance with our students mm -hmm. between um, the time with all obligations that you have in regular life mm -hmm. and there are a whole lot mm -hmm. but also the importance of scheduling uh, a little bit of free time because it, it people think that's not there but it's always there because of when you take care of yourself that way and it makes you happy you have mm -hmm. so much more energy and power mm -hmm. to do all other things and they then they feel like that they are, are, are give you less pressure on your shoulders Mm -hmm. because if your mind not only your body but also your mind is open and free then all other things um look different or even things that you don't like to do and that they happen or you need to do stuff for your work or in a in, around the house or in the house um but then you can yeah it's it's less heavy uh it's more like uh, when you have some free time for yourself and you uh and you have the feel that you have some time for yourself so you are more uh as an individual you exist mm -hmm. and, and then you um then it's more like the sun is shining all day instead of that it is cloudy and gray because yeah. it's you it's all about and the importance of taking care of yourself is really uh is big because all the other tasks need to be done mm -hmm. by you as well mm -hmm. and so if you don't take care of yourself then it becomes harder and harder to take care of the, all the other stuff. So is that a little bit like that analogy in a plane? 
where it's, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, when the I gas so. mask yeah, comes I, down, you, you put it on yourself before yeah. the children. I even explain my daughters uh, that way. Uh, if they ask me uh, a lot of questions or they want my, my support for all kinds of things, mm -hmm. then I ask them just to, to, um, um, to think about me a little more because there's mm -hmm. also a me. So all the time that I spend in helping them, supporting them, um, doing their stuff in the house yeah. <laughs> they help me to do it a little bit by themselves and to think about first doing it themselves by themselves before asking me because that time that that's then I can spend that time a little bit for myself and if I take good care of myself I can be a better mom yeah yeah I love that I think there's an element too like my children the youngest one is 17 so I've been through you know the all of those years, although I did not have twins, <laughs> thank God. I shouldn't say thankfully. I have, all of my siblings are twins, though, so I have had some experience of being in a house with twins. <laughs> um, however, there, I, there is something about um, when you are being the best you as a mum, it makes you so much, you're better to be around, but you're also a better mum just because you don't have that kind of, always rushing to get things done, always feeling frantic. We all know the feeling because we've all had it. Like none of us are perfect. Yeah. Um, but it means you're present. That's probably the word I'm looking for. You're present for your yeah. kids as well. And yeah. especially when they're in those teenagers, it's probably important all the time forever. But it feels quite important in those teenagers that you're present. Yeah. So when they need to have conversations, when life is just exactly. crazy yeah. confusing for, for a human, when they're in those teenagers, it's like... Uh, that being present, I think maybe that's also an element that comes through when you are giving yourself time and can be calm as a result, yeah. that kind of, yeah. you can cope with things. As you said, that um, taking responsibilities on your shoulders, you can actually handle a lot more than you think you can, yeah. perhaps yeah. too, like you said, when, you, when you've done some of those things. Do you think things have changed much with our current um, social media and the, you know, the internet and, well, podcasts that people are listening <laughs> not so much the podcast, but um, just attention. Like we, even things like um, binge television, I guess, you know, that's another concept which didn't exist only five years ago or six years ago. That idea that you have, you could sit down and watch a whole 12 episodes of something rather than just, you know, watching it once a week or whatever we used to, to yeah, do. Yeah, right. Like there's a lot yeah. of this kind of drawing of our attention. Do you think some yeah. of that is has playing into, you know, the way we all feel a bit frantic and hectic because it's all kind of busy? Yeah, I think you should schedule that too. Mm. You should just be aware how much time you spend on social media, yep. watching YouTube, mm -hmm. watching Netflix. Mm -hmm. So you need to just, uh, you need to be aware, I think, of, of because it's always there. It made it so much easier. You turn on a computer, and you have everybody has internet, and so you can watch television whenever. All the movies, everything, the news, and so you have to be disciplined uh, to just stay in a regular schedule in a rhythm the hours that you want to work the hours that you want to take care of the kids mm -hmm. do your household do your sports um and nothing also nothing just empty your yes. mind yeah and um <clears throat> with social media and with everything 
that you can watch all the information that is uh, coming into your house in your attention, head. Attention, isn't it? It's like yeah, vying yeah. for our attention all of the time. So we never have, have any ask, time to just be. yeah, shut it off. Mm. Yeah, put your. I'm I'm really the one in the house who asks everyone when we get have dinner together. Mm to put everybody's device away not around not you cannot even reach it it's out exactly. of reach mm -hmm. because that's the time that we can spend together have yeah. good conversations mm -hmm. bring up tasks that you're bothering worried about things you want to yeah. share you make that make you happy that uh, happened that particular yeah. thing that they questions that you have etc etc and there we know don't need a device for that that's just the the four of us. I love that. Um, and I like that moment uh, very much. And I really um, make everyone in the family aware of that. That is dinner moment. time is, is uh, important because the rest of the day, everybody runs in and out and is doing their stuff. And then that's OK. But there's also one moment per day that we, I want to be together. It was and one of those time with dinner. <laughs> I love it. Well, it was one of the it reminds me of why we we're an unusual family um, because we eat our main meal in the morning. So when people sit down for their, you know, roast dinners or whatever, curries or whatever people are having, we have that um, in the morning. And we have done for over 20 years now. And But one of the benefits of that, uh, which we loved, and that was with five children, ranging now from 29 down to 17, um, when they were all in the same, in the house, uh, we would sit around most most of us would be there at the same time in the you know, first thing in the morning whereas at, in the evening we found especially once the kids got to you know after school activities and sports yeah. and music and things like that they were often coming and going and nobody would be there at the same time so we found that when we all sat down to have breakfast at 7 30 in the morning before they caught the bus and went off to school um we could have those conversations and all be around. Right. That's, yeah. they, did, they didn't have devices, but at that time, especially when the kids, when, and my older kids are young, they weren't really a thing, but um, that was a, a lovely time. And that, that being able to connect and just be present, like all of us. Present. Present That's it. That's other. it. Mm. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard to have everyone present. Yes. Yeah. We are so easily distracted with all kinds of stuff going on and that especially the kids teenagers define as more important mm. and you have to be remake them aware of that that it's okay it's important in their um, opinion yeah but most important is being present not only with us with the, her, their parents mm -hmm. but also if they are with their real friends instead of um, their digital friends digital friends oh those ones <laughs> You know, I know those yeah. digital friends. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's something that's important. And of course, that's um, that's that's also a time that you have to schedule. So um, but that's something I really I think it's really important as a mom to have that time together. Uh, so you are not only taking care of them in uh, that everything is ready and yeah. running well in the house, but also that you pay attention on how did you do your how how was your day mom uh, what did you do today um, what went well what went wrong i think it's good to um that you the all have these questions for each other yeah 
yeah and being uh, really interested in what's going on mm. in each other's life kind of active um, listening yeah yeah rather than rather than just speaking all the time that kind of active listening and yeah. participating and that, yeah yeah so that's that's something that uh, i'm really um yeah that's something that that's important thing in our house here that uh, as a mom that i really expect them to be present that moment <laughs> what, what does um what does nothing time look for, look like for malaise the nothing time you talked about uh, nothing having nothing time. time tell me about that i think nothing time is is a combination of still yeah if i go out for a run like i did this morning of course, although I, I'm I'm being physical active, mm -hmm. but for me in my head, in my my mental Space, aspect, yeah. my mind is empty. It's just it's there's nothing going on in my head. <laughs> I'm just yeah, I'm just free. I it opens my mind. There's nothing going on. I just enjoy. I I like the smell, the sound of things. The yeah. And, and then at that moment, the best ideas pop in. And that's what I teach also with our program. Mm -hmm. to try to find certain ways to empty your mind. And it can be sitting on a little bench on the boulevard and watching over the ocean. Mm -hmm. It can be a walk in the forest. It can be go to a yoga lesson, uh, reading a book. For me, it's running, but it's important that you have these moments that you know that they're, if you don't think about anything, you disconnect totally, that that is the moment that new ideas pop up and come in. And the best ideas that I have, I make, is are these moment, moments, oh, because there's nothing going on, nothing that's it's, uh, interrupting that moment. So the, some of the... So mind totally. this, study, this study that i've done over the last few years they, they talk a lot about that actually um that ability to uh quieten our thoughts because our thoughts are so loud and so you know uh, ruminating over things that have happened worrying about things that haven't happened yet you know they're just everywhere and and it's that's normal but we, they're so loud sometimes and yeah. um we don't we don't give ourselves space from it but when we do our subconscious which is where the the wonderful ideas you have and all of that yeah. comes from um can actually finally get through like that i've heard it described like that before that often we're so busy worrying and and letting our thoughts just carry us away that we yeah. we're not observers actually that's a good word um yeah. i heard recently yeah. we're not observing our thoughts we're just allowing them to control us and to just Yes. In fact, no, there's a lot of people, probably me included, <laughs> a few years yeah. ago, actually well, wouldn't you even have thought that. Yeah. In, in the program, the little uh, boiling, the bu bubbling. Uh, call it the boiling egg, the bubbles. Yes. Well, that's yeah. kind of a, a nice met yeah. metaphor of how and it works. With can, the... can you describe that so that everyone, because it's easy to see with pictures, see how well you can go to describing it. Yeah, we have an, in a program, we boil, we call it boiling an egg, but actually it's just a little pan with water. Mm -hmm. And then there are in the, at the beginning, there are little, little um, air balls and because it starts slowly boil, boiling yeah. and these are little thoughts and they pop up and it become the, 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 the warmer the water gets, the bigger the, they become and they reach the top. Mm -hmm. And these are the big thoughts, but it's getting really wild. And sometimes it's, 
there's no space anymore when the water is all when it's all boiling so crazy these are the, the messy <laughs> thoughts yeah and you have to try to keep these bubbles these these little thoughts there on the bottom of the pan keep that moment as long lower as, as possible because then there's still space between them so mm -hmm. when you boil an egg next time then look in the pan and see what happens in the beginning with the little bubbles <laughs> and there's still enough space for other things other thoughts and the yeah. sooner the water gets warmer they get bigger and bigger and bigger and then it starts to boil and that's well sometimes when it boils that's how our what happens in our heads and in our minds so it's one big mess of thoughts and things that we need to do and think like, about and ruminate over that we don't really need to we just think we do <laughs> yes yes yeah I, uh, I did a mindfulness training recently and they talked similarly they used a glitter jar so a jar of water with lots of glitter in it and they shook it up and when you shake it up the glitter is sort of everywhere like your lots and lots of bubbles and then if you just let it settle it, it all just floats yeah. back down to the bottom and yeah. um, interesting what they were they were talking about if you find yourself in that moment of crazy bubbling or lots of glitter um, going to your breathing is one of the one of the ways to bring your and they had the science the your amygdala at the back of your brain to to calm back yeah. down again and and, um, and actually start you know big you have get um, less crazy thoughts <laughs> have less yeah less, more space yeah, in you're your mind. Right. And I think with yoga, reading a book, watching the ocean, mm -hmm. running, it's all connected with uh, what you say, with, um, with what's going on here, but also yeah. with breathing. Yeah. Because when I think about all these activities, activities, then it all quiets your breathing as well. Even though running is an activity of sports, but still mm -hmm. you control your breathing. Mm -hmm. if not then you're going too fast yeah. um, <laughs> but with yoga same thing you are so aware of your breathing so breathing is something that's also in our program that we teach you how can how you can control your breathing even with running and be aware of your breathing so instead of thinking i'm getting tired here and i am my body hurts i can't get to the finish line with a marathon you can also turn back into your own body and focus on your breathing and then you actually forget about what's going on with your All body how tired you were and how everything hurts so breathing is definitely um it really something is. quiet uh, your mind uh, yeah as well yeah that's really important um something i heard the other day too about pain uh, while i was running and listening to a book that was um and how the like yogis and um mindful people meditating people think about pain and and that is to be more of an observer of it and that doesn't mean that you 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 know have so much pain but you can just not you know ignore it and then get injured or get um hurt but but more that you can observe it a little bit and it doesn't have so much control over you if you if you so if you're breathing which is what you were describing then so if you're suddenly focusing on something else not the yeah. pain it often yeah. the pain is not as bad as as you thought it was because you're changing your focus a little bit but even from the perspective they were talking about um, observing the pain but just not giving it the emotion and the you know, right because the we, load 
yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. That, which I thought that's yeah. really quite fascinating yeah. and tricky to do you have to practice some of this stuff I think absolutely <laughs> and it takes time yeah mm. you're absolutely right with the uh, same with the running form or when mm. you do yoga for focusing on your body position and know what you're doing and 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 look at yourself that's visualize mm. What, what do I look like? How do I run? How do I do my yoga position? What, what is it? What? And so sometimes it's good to look back and that also shifts your mind. And then yeah. you feel uh, less pain in your body if you, if you run or you're competing or whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. what I experienced as well. But you can also do the same when you're running around through the house and being a mom with all kinds of things. That's also a way to organize stuff in your mind. Mm-hmm. breathing uh, focusing something different and writing things down is also important mm-hmm. write it down because mm-hmm. most of the time it's way less than you think because it all repeats over and over again in your mind and if you write things down and you okay. schedule it like okay these things are at least the ones things that i need to be done in the morning yeah and these are the ones in the afternoon and you just write it down let it go <laughs> And then, yeah, and then it's it's way easier to get through all these things with work. I, had, I used to have a habit in my mind, um, like when I was doing some meditating or something or attempting to meditate, and I would have lots and lots and lots of thoughts. And, of course, some of them I would think that's a really important thought. I can't let that go. And so that was, so you have this sort of panic. So I used to do um, this little trick where I would put that thought in a balloon, so in my while I'm meditating in my thoughts, I'm putting the thought in a balloon and I'm tying it to a fence so it can't just float away. Because a lot of the, <laughs> a lot of meditating people will teach you to, you know, just, oh, yes, their thoughts, don't, don't give them any, um, you know, just go, oh, just acknowledge them and let them float away. And yeah. Yeah. But I would get panicky that I would not be able to remember that thought. So I would put it in this balloon and tie it to a fence. And then once, which is the equivalent, I think, of writing a note. You know, when you're trying to, so that you can yeah. let it go and not think about it's it anymore gone. and trust that your brain will recall it later because it's tied to the fence in a balloon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's funny though. <laughs> I've never done that, but it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> the things yeah. that you can do, it's kind of strange. Um, yeah. Interesting that you were talking about um, running and meditation and all, all of that and how you can they're kind of similar. In fact, neuroscience has shown that what's going on in our minds physically and chemically is almost identical in many cases to, um, to what you get when you're meditating. So especially if you're, you know, running and you've got a good, you know, rhythm up and you're just in the flow, I suppose, for lack of a better word, then your brain is actually doing, is producing the same things as if you were sitting meditating. So if you think about that, you think, whoa, wow really <laughs> yeah yeah you don't realize until you you've done it mm-hmm. and it's not a rule it's not mm. something that should work for everyone but mm. like i said and what you said sitting uh, on the couch or sitting on on the on the little bench outside sitting mm-hmm. in a park mm-hmm. watching people watching the the water the, the trees doing yeah. yoga running there's so many ways to just yeah, that's B. And it's your mind and to empty your mind. For you, yeah. um, if I was to say, how long would it take? So, say I'm a, I'm a mom and I'm thinking, yes, I just need some space for me, but I, I've only got five minutes that I could sit on a park bench somewhere and look at the flowers or the birds. Mm-hmm. 
is that enough time or is there a, do you think there's a time oh, well of course you need to be happy with some time but i think at least what would be yeah normal because you're worth it mm. i mean you it's yeah so i i would say at least one hour of of me time per day at least yeah. wow that you have to uh, awesome. yeah yeah that's what i really uh, recommend yeah. five minutes okay and sometimes there are there are days that you have maybe only 10 minutes yeah. but if you try to yeah schedule at least one hour per day for, yeah. totally for yourself just just you yeah yeah it's um and that's still not a lot it's still a try mm. to just be you and just yeah um yeah i wonder that's if why I am... oh mm-hmm. i'm sorry yeah no no you get well you have a very big social life and know so many people I know that that because you told me with with your triathlon club and everything in the running club and that same with me with my work and friends all around but um I we have like a group like with that's Mm -hmm. what modern time now that you have these whatsapp groups yeah so it's easy to come together and to Mm -hmm. say well guys uh I'm going to swim today. Who wants to join? Mm-hmm. We have a group like that, yeah. multi sports group. Yeah. And who wants to go join with a nice bike ride tomorrow uh-huh. at 10? Yeah. We have stuff like that and uh, yeah. beach volleyball, squash, um, running, whatever, mountain mm-hmm. biking, ice skating. But sometimes I don't, if I, I want to go run or go bike. And then I don't want to put it, I don't put it in a group. Yeah. I don't want to people to join me. Yes. You just want <laughs> to do it for yourself. On my own. Yeah. 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 Just no conversation, not an, an, a, a question. Shall mm. we go left here? Shall we go faster? Shall we go slow down? Mm-hmm. Um, let's have a coffee here. Mm-hmm. No, just nothing. Just yeah. no questions, no um, suggestions, nothing. So that's also part of um, the me time is try to be just just really only you. Mm-hmm. I know everybody has friends and, and, and likes to be social as well, but mm-hmm. still, you still cannot quiet your mind and empty your mind if you're mm-hmm. with, surrounded by others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so try true. to, the me time is really what I mean is just one hour at least you, not, nothing else. Do you think no that, other people? Do you think that there is um there are not everybody who's running, put it this way, is being mindful to you know, using uh, and I know not every run that I do feels mindful. So mm-hmm. what would be so maybe if someone's listening to this and they mostly be runners listening to this, um, if they don't feel like their runs are particularly mindful, what sort of things do you think they could do in order to make sure they get you know, not just physical benefit from this run, but also a deliberate um, benefit for their minds that we're talking about, you know, that we're tapping into their subconscious a bit as well and that relaxation and all the other positives that come out of, mm-hmm. of getting yourself into that state while you're running. Well, what, one of that we already talked about is breathing. Yeah. Control your breathing and, and listen to your own breathing and try to figure out what rhythm it has. Like if you do three steps maybe you breathe out mm-hmm. and it takes maybe two steps to breathe in mm-hmm. and maybe you can even change it so start playing with that mm-hmm. it's only that you can also focus on <clears throat> the smell 
yeah. what what actually what are you smelling what mm -hmm. is it the ocean is it the here it gets um autumn fall oh, so you can yeah. smell the change of the air that you can smell the the leaves it's so Beautiful. different than like a month ago mm. so try to be aware of the smell or the sounds what 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 is it all you hear mm. what's all around what what yeah. where are the sounds coming from mm -hmm. or when you live close to a park or the ocean well you do the sound of the ocean is it's, it's wonderful it is amazing it's just uh, that quiets your mind and empties yeah. your mind that's yeah. the best there is that's true but true. yeah the these kind of things Maybe you like to um, to focus on a particular thing that you would like to run to, to reach mm -hmm. that point, mm -hmm. your turning point, and yeah. you start visualizing how it should look like when you get there. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good that, one. These kinds of things. Yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. you like to have a certain kind of music that you like mm -hmm. to listen at. Yeah. Listen to. Listen to. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> that can also be part of, of it's just your music, no other sounds, just the things that you like. I love that. And maybe quiet your mind as well. Yeah. That's what I sometimes do. I just like to listen to certain music and then leave the house and yeah. Just go space out for, <laughs> for but a also you running form, focus on the sound of your feet. Mm. Am I quiet runner do, or yeah. do everybody hear me that i get closer and how can i change that where actually do you touch the ground yeah. when you run yeah that's it how far do i lift my knees mm. how do i mm. um move my arms that's just being aware isn't it it's that awareness yeah. um we were talking before Absolutely. about attention you know we're talking attention with all the technology and things that we have now that's taking our attention and it's but what it's taking our attention away from is us, like our physicality as well. Like, yeah, I know working with your program, there's been times where it's like I can't count my feet while I'm breathing at the same time and run. Like I just this is too hard. You know, it's like it's obviously not hard. It's just running, which I was already doing, and breathing, which I was already doing. We're just adding counting to it. <laughs> so it yeah, like, yeah, it's oh. something takes time to learn. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, yeah, I. I wonder, is it because, you know, we have so much, it's my body. I've been running and breathing for a very long time. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. so why is it hard to then suddenly, you know, start um, counting those things together? <laughs> is it because yeah. my attention's been so elsewhere and I haven't been as in touch with my body perhaps as I should have been. I guess that's really what I'm Could be. Yeah. 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 Or in different way. You had different mm -hmm. um, ways. Other things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and this is maybe a, we added a new one probably for you. <laughs> yes, yes, totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fascinating. Yeah, interesting. And I, I remember you um, like 30 minutes ago, you asked me the question about when you go out for a run, what do you feel as a mom? And yeah. about maybe guilt, you remember? Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. something what uh, I also struggled with because yeah. I didn't accept to have mm -hmm. my free time yeah. it's also a way to accept because maybe when i say i think it should be an hour mm. and others think well an hour but it's also a mindset to accept that you are worth yeah. to have one hour for yourself per day just mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. and 
So when I went out for a run and asked to babysit somebody to babysit and pay her for mm -hmm. my running, at the first I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. <laughs> Why? Why should I do this? Pay her, let her come over. And I'm not with the kids. So at first it was really complicated in my head mm -hmm. that I needed to accept that it was yeah. okay. But yeah. it takes a while just to accept that, that it, it's okay. If you are there for all other things that going on it's, and, and it's not really about you, hmm. why shouldn't you accept to have that just that moment, including taking a shower? Because yeah. I let her be in the house, not only for one hour when I was running, I, yeah. she was there for two hours. Yeah. So I could also shower mm -hmm. and eat something. Yeah. And then I said, well, okay, bye. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for your help. So it's not only about the running, but also to take good care afterwards. Yeah, I love that. Um, oh, I had a thought and now it's run away, literally run away. Run away. <laughs> run away. <laughs> well, I told you about acceptance. Um, yeah, that's right. Um, I, uh, I know. Um, one of the things um, is reframing. So... So having that conversation with yourself about whether you should or shouldn't be guilty because you're taking that time away from your children, like that, a good way to reframe that for any mums out there who are having that conversation at the moment is yeah. it, you're becoming a better mum because of it. And for me, um, we talk a bit on the podcast about the example we set for our children so, you know, especially when you're bringing up girls, and I know we've talked a lot about women, but women do tend to suffer a lot from um, what we've been talking about, and that is not spending enough time on themselves, deliberately doing yeah. things that feed them. Um, so you're ex giving that example to your girls that it's, it's okay. Not only is it okay, it's in a necessity for them to take time for themselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah. So I think Absolutely. that's a pretty good reframe for a lot of mums where they're worried about taking time from their children <laughs> rather than... Their and own. also tell them. That's a good point yes. because they're teenagers and I think I'm not... I don't want to say it counts for all teenagers, but mm. they tend to be a little bit selfish. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. And, yep. <laughs> yeah, just a little. And the, you have to tell them um, that's a good point that it's that that it, that you need some free time for yourself so because otherwise they don't even know mm -hmm. yeah, they're exactly. so uh, locked up in their own bubble very myopic aren't so, they? yeah so then i announce in the house like guys i'm i'm leaving the house now um i will be here uh, back within an one and a half hour so mm -hmm. they, and i'm going to do well strength training running whatever just uh because i like it the so bye <laughs> so when you need some food the fridge is over there and we will have dinner two hours from now mm -hmm. that's my announcement and then i leave the house excellent and, and then, they just go yes <laughs> Well, and they think, well, yes or no, I don't know what they think, but then they are aware of my, um, that I, I left the house yep. and that I'm not going to do any grocery shopping, mm -hmm. uh, anything for picking something up with the car. It's just mm -hmm. because I'm going to the sports center and do my strength training. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and yeah. anyway, and it gives them an example when their mums, uh, they're older, they will 
have that as an example in their little bucket of things that I can do yes. in my life, yeah. if that makes sense, rather than just... And also when uh, uh, time is precious, so if, if you do stuff in the house, please let them help. Because yeah. if they need your time, they need to create time mm -hmm. for me. So if you help me to set the table and do the dishes, then there is more time left for you. So I can help you to explain something for school or your homework or whatever, having a good conversation. Mm. So I think when kids get older, you can better explain the meaning of time mm. for them, but also for me and for yeah. their father, for everyone. Yeah, which gives them all a gift as well. So how they spend yeah. their time in the future. Yeah. Um, yeah. And now, um, which brings me on to something I, I wanted to touch on because I'm feeling it right now already, which is crazy. You know, we're leading into Christmas and it's what, October the, I don't know, 11th today. <laughs> um, I know the supermarkets keep telling us it's Christmas coming up. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. So there's um, lots of that going on. Um, yeah. So for me, and I, I, I know I'm not the only one, but leading into Christmas, it feels like the calendar gets, you know, crammed with lots of, you know, fun um, things with family and friends like they're just fun things as well plus you because you and I both have um, businesses that we work from home so there's kind of an element of oh I better make sure we finish this year strong so you're running around trying to get things yeah. done as well yeah. not to mention you want to make sure that the kids have a nice Christmas so there's you know you're thinking there's a lot of so you may not buy your children a lot of things, which I think is a good idea. They don't need a lot of things. But the things that you do buy, it's actually important I, to me. I don't know if it is to other people, but for me that I've thought about it. I haven't just gone out last minute and just grabbed something. Like it needs to be a thoughtful gift. So yeah, that takes, takes, my, yeah. <laughs> takes thoughts yeah. and time. And all of that just feels like, you know, um, you're being yeah. a mum with all the normal pressures and then you've got this... Yeah massive layer on top do you feel yeah. that or what ways do you use to, to get rid of some of that malaise that's a good one well the i don't want to feel that the pressure of christmas coming up anymore i but you know i know exactly what you mean so i try to make a team mm -hmm. with the ones who want to spend christmas with us yeah. and we may be with others yeah and part of it is of course your own family yeah so i like to talk about it to have uh, that everybody um As is a providing a little bit in in that process mm -hmm. so uh okay are we going to do gifts this year okay oh i'm sorry it's all right that's fine school school of my daughter i will do later ah. um it's <laughs> The perfect timing um, like it's like a mother thing it's like, <laughs> yeah i don't know what's going on we'll call them back um so i like to be make them be part of the team mm -hmm. it's not only on your shoulders um mm -hmm. uh, because they're all well your kids are old enough mine are yeah. old enough so yeah. that's something um, and also with other families you would like to spend your christmas time with it's always good to just to talk about well what's what what do you expect what shall we do what's what's doable for all of us and so then nobody's disappointed and it's not only you who who has the pressure of this whole thing on your shoulders so i like to do stuff together mm -hmm. and uh, bring in 
like food, if you talk about the food stuff together, yeah. um, and also decorating the house. Yeah. Um, okay, I, I do that part. Here's the box. You do that part <laughs> today. <Lovely. laughs> and also with the presents, it's a good thing to, to start early with that, to think about some special yeah. things. But that's, yeah. Uh, but you can also um, make them part of the, that process because what's the, so that you understand what their wishes are, what's important. Maybe can, they can even help you a little bit with yeah. That. it's not yeah. that you have to invent everything and organize everything by yourself so i like to uh, like yeah to make everybody part of the process yeah. that's probably like a every- really good point just pulling that one out at that point and that is that you don't have to do it all yourself just because exactly. you're the mum, the wife the whatever the partner you don't have to do it all yourself like we take that on quite seriously and i'm i'm terrible at that like i will I love Christmas and stuff, so don't get me wrong. I really love it. But I run around and I am exhausted by the time it's Christmas Day Yeah, um, because I'm doing everything. So yeah. yeah, I think it's a really it good point. It should be like that, really. I really want them to make, be part of the, of the, uh, of the process. process. And same yeah. with birthdays. Mm. I like birthdays. I like to make it big birthdays and decorate the house. Same thing, have nice yeah. gifts. Yep. But uh, if the girls say, well, we want to have invite the 20 friends and we like to have this and that, and they say, okay, that's a good idea. And so how are we going to do organize that. the whole this? <laughs> what's your part? What is the part that you are going to do? And what do we expect from me? And so they are old enough now to, to uh, support and help and think and then they understand better what it all means that yeah. it's not like like that and it's all there yeah they have to invest time um yeah to join in this process and think and get stuff and yeah yeah take so responsibility <laughs> yeah yeah and then they understand better what what you did all over the all these years uh, in the all past <laughs> all that time and even when they're little you can do that you give them just a box with the balls you can Mm -hmm. throw it the christmas balls you have this version that's not you're not able to to shatter to break them yeah so i bought a huge container of these balls yeah and then i taught them how to decorate the tree and of course they need 100 balls all together on one side of the tree but that's okay (laughs) beautiful as long as the the tree obviously didn't fall down though like it wasn't too heavy on one side (laughs) yeah that's gorgeous we actually do have i have one child who likes to put them on and one child that likes to take them off at the end of it all so yeah 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 and sometimes not you can make it a little easier i think mm. Um, mm. i know of a lot of american people friends uh, who yeah they they get stressed really early in the year already because of christmas yeah but well, they have thanksgivings too don't they so they have that extra so big family thing coming into yeah. yeah yeah but maybe you can try to make it a little smaller yeah like, that's true too a little it's don't overdo so why it's it's not and and yeah. and but maybe you say, well it's just this make it's it a little smaller special little one mm. yeah and many years yeah. ago when we found ourselves in in france for um and it was only five of us because two of the older two kids didn't travel with us um 
that was a very a lovely little Christmas with just the five of us. That's the only time we really had, you know, such a small Christmas because it's normally, you know, lots of extended family and things. So hmm. yeah, it was, it was lovely though, just those quality time. Yeah, and also to uh, make make sure that uh, it's not only you. Really, you yeah. have to uh, to think about. Maybe you should again. Yeah, write it down what you yeah. th think it all should be done. Yeah, and then write names. Okay, this is this is a good one for. Yeah, kid number one, kid yeah. number two, husband, yeah. neighbor, mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. That's great. Yeah, I think that's good. Um, when it comes to going for a, a run, <laughs> we keep coming back to running, but that's not really a surprise. Um, how do you, this is just out of curiosity for me, really. How do you do that between Christmas and New Year's? What does that look like for you? I always find they feel like the hardest runs. I don't know why. Like I always run between Christmas and New Year. But I think it's because, you know, you, you're sitting, you, there's a lot of relaxing going on perhaps in between your run. And it just, yeah. it, it always feels quite interesting. Yeah. I, um, like to, I do like to run on the last day and the first day of the year as a kind of tradition as well. That's a, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Actually, I like to do the same. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, if it is part of your life and it's your lifestyle already, mm. um, then it's not very unusual because people know. Mm -hmm. that you want to go out for a run mm -hmm. and do your strength training and yeah. so in our household it's like that so yeah. nobody's surprised that you need to go you want to get up in the morning early and go out for a run because yeah. that's, that's that's who i am that's, that's what my you do. identity it is your that's, identity yes yes yeah. and uh, uh, and friends know family knows if somebody invites me for a birthday i say oh i will come and then I said, well, but before I, I only do my train, I do a training first and then I'm going to visit you and then I will be at your birthday. But I first want to go, whatever, swim, yeah. bike, yeah. run, whatever the thing is, do my yeah. strength training, CrossFit. Yeah, because that's that's part of my life. And yeah. that's not because I don't like you, but that's just yeah. be because that's the way I do it. Yeah. And but I feel happy. That's probably a good way to sort of round it off, actually. Like you're coming back to, you know, that's your, it's your identity. It's your space. It's where you've taken time to be Marlise. Yes. And everybody around you recognises that that's the case. So I guess for the rest of us, I mean, I think people in my my life understand that too. But, <laughs> but yeah. um, there, there are tell a lot them. of people out there who may not. Yeah. So you say tell them? So just yeah, communicate, hmm. tell them. Mm -hmm. And it's also something that I needed to accept that that is okay. Yeah. Uh, before I, I've, most of the time when somebody asked me, then I was like kind of in a panic. Oh, I need to show up at 12. And before that, and, and then I was, oh, and I, I want to, I didn't want to tell people that I wanted to run or to do my strength training hmm. because I thought it was stupid. But and you were taking I time from, from them and you were being selfish or whatever. That's exactly. probably the conversation. Yeah, and people told yeah. me that you are selfish if you <laughs> only do that. And then now I'm old and wise enough just to <laughs> let them know that that's part of me. And if you don't accept, then I'm very sorry, but then it won't work. 
to make appointments together yeah. or to get together yeah. if you don't accept that part of me yeah. because that's me yeah yeah and so i think moms uh busy moms need to be a little bit more um stand up um, for themselves yeah, that's what i was looking for yeah you're worth it come on yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes exactly yeah you know, yeah. you're, you're oh, a I mom for heaven's to, sake you've got to be the leader tell other that's right and then i think even then when you tell other moms or other friends that you you are somewhere in their mind and they thought well wow that's really something if you are yeah. able to bring me that message and i have to accept it mm -hmm. um and i think they even start thinking different about you. Maybe they, they're even a little bit proud or maybe want to be a little bit more like you. That's what people a, also tell me. A good example. Yeah, again, yeah, yeah, yeah. be a good example. Just try, yeah. tell them and well, we'll see what happens. Right. Yeah, like I, that was and one of the go. things you were, you were saying before, I rem just reminded me, um, the... A thing that we used to say to our, to ourselves, my husband and I, when things were not good a few times, um, not in our relationship, but just in general, when yeah. things had happened in our lives that weren't great, we'd yeah. go, um, what's the worst that's going to, we'd just keep asking ourselves, so what, or so what, you know, as in, and you'd get right down to what's the worst, you know, when you're really ruminating yeah. over something and you think, oh, this is just terrible. And you catastrophize, catastrophize, yeah. but asking that kind of question to yourself and you get right down to whatever the worst thing is and you're like well that's highly unlikely to happen if it's really really bad um and it usually you get to something that's like oh just somebody will think badly of me or something and that's it like nobody died as a rule in that in those kind of conversations if, you, if we're talking wow. about you saying that to someone you know I can't come to your party until halfway through because I have to fit in this training because it's on my schedule yeah. or whatever and I do that for me yeah. It's, and I want to come to your party and I'll be there. Um, a lot of people would be mortified because they're worried about what people think about them. Yeah, absolutely. Whereas they if you have that kind of conversation. others. Mm, yeah. If that's all it is, then that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... It starts with you. And, uh, uh, and if, as long as you communicate well about it and you explain others open and honestly yeah. what's yeah. going on and why yeah. you make that decision um then i think that's okay that's totally okay totally also okay. part of their acceptance of yeah. who you are there was something else i heard a long time ago and that was that other people's thoughts have nothing to do with you so what other people think about you is really nothing to do with you like don't worry about it like it's to do with them their thoughts are their business not your business basically exactly. which i think is yes. really valuable because so, yeah. so many oh we all do it because we, we're kind of conditioned in in our western cultures i think to be very concerned about what other people think about you yeah um, yeah but the reality is we should try very hard not to be <laughs> and just get on with what's good for us and yeah. and yeah. you'll find everything you have a happier life that way and if you try it once you've tried it once then you can try it again and again and then it's becoming a habit it's part of you yeah. Yeah, but and that's first, what you want. First time, it's it's mm. the hardest just to make clear who you want it and why mm. and what's the deal and what it means to you. Mm. And if you're clear about that and you try to um, tell others over and over again, mm -hmm. then it's then it becomes part of you. And then they will even ask, 
Well, um, if we should meet tomorrow, um, do you have time or do you first want to run or, and I also combine a lot of things, go run together or bike together or yeah. So yeah, you start to become more clever and, but still that it's still you, that's part of you, what you want. And Mm -hmm. please tell others what you want and how you want it. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise you will lose that me time hour. And then just like it's really bad for your mental health, but ultimately for you yeah. not to not to actually acknowledge yeah. that kind of stuff yeah. and to to do it because you know it's insidious though because at first yeah. it'll be fine you won't do it and you won't do it and then you'll look back in three or four years and you'll just realize you're not happy and you won't be able to work out why mm-hmm. and yeah it's quite possible it's because you haven't taken time for you yeah I think right and then if it's part of your life and it's become a lifestyle there's then that's just that's just it hmm. and then you don't have to start over and over again yeah yay <laughs> all right all right Marlies is there anything about this topic that you think we've not covered in our conversation today wow I think we have from my side I think I said it all and we had yeah we had a long long talk <laughs> at good questions not like it went very quickly uh, <laughs> already yeah oh time always flies when um we are in a in a zoom call together <laughs> i know it's crazy. whether it's recorded i think or not. we covered a lot i don't know maybe after we close this call or this podcast this post- podcast then maybe i think of something but for now i think that's uh, good yeah 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 people to go and find some space um yeah in their lives, whatever it is that they love to do. We obviously think running is a good way to do that. Yeah. But um, it's certainly not the only way. Yeah, so and schedule it. That's right. Maybe one tip for uh, uh, all the moms. Uh, It's something that I mostly do on Sunday evenings is open my uh, Google agenda and then schedule it if it's not scheduled already because I have my... Set things. Set things, right? Yeah. But if there are other things that I would like to uh, schedule, then it's mostly Sunday evening when I put it uh, in the okay. and when I schedule it. Yeah, and then I know for sure it will, will it will happen. <laughs> yeah, and so then you honor your schedule. You don't. You also don't yeah. allow others' priorities, other people's priorities, to shuffle your schedule around. And I, there are, of course, exception, ex, uh, exceptional, exceptional things that happen, yeah. like a phone call from school. Yes. So after the podcast, well, maybe I don't know what happened, but I will call them and then things yeah. will maybe go yeah. differently. But then cool. that's OK. Yeah. yeah, that's life, isn't it? These little things. That's life, of course. <laughs> yes, and that's totally OK. <laughs> but, but don't allow other people's um, deadlines. I think someone I heard someone say, well, yeah. don't, don't allow other people's deadlines to uh, to change your calendar just because somebody else yes. has a deadline for something, you know, unless it's our kids need us for something or whatever. And There's one always- more thing, maybe yes. um, there, there it's also a mindset that uh, people say that they're always busy, yeah. busy, busy, busy. If you're I not busy, it's something that. It's normal that people say, oh, I'm so busy. And I changed this mm-hmm. into, I think, uh, after my accident, to be honest, ah. my, my bike accident last yep. year, a year ago, um, because stress and pressure is hard to handle for me since then. Yeah. 
And so in my mind, I always tell myself, I am not busy, busy, busy. I don't, I don't want to experience any stress anymore. Mm -hmm. So if that's the case, I need to organize my life different. So I have so much more space between the calls, between the things I do. And it's maybe even five, 10 minutes, but it's in my mind, it gives me so much more space. And that feels that I'm not busy, busy, busy and work with pressure. Mm -hmm. And if that's the case, I'm going to change it in Mm -hmm. my schedule and tell people around me. If they say, well, we only have 15 minutes left. And I'm saying, that's, I'm not going to make it. Yeah. I, I'm, so make it like 30 minutes or 45 yeah. maybe even. Because when I feel stressed, nothing comes out of my hands. Yeah. So tell me, what way shall we go? 15 yeah. minutes and I'm totally stressed like this. Yeah. Or give me like 30 minutes and I'm totally fine. Yeah. So... Yeah. I love that. And especially it's that communicating too. Like a lot of what you were just saying there was about communicating it to other people. This is the time I have. Um, I heard something recently. It was a similar but different conversation around businesses and people uh, not putting very good boundaries in, you know, about about being available all of the time because, you know, we're all available all the time. (laughs) But um, some of the tips that were given included things like saying well I don't work on Fridays or I only work on whatever the days were but they put it in their email so they communicated it everywhere so it was sort of the signature at the bottom of their email that they only worked you know Monday Tuesday Wednesday or whatever it was but it was that everybody knew that then and so they didn't expect you to have that instant reply or expect to get something out of you all of a sudden because you've set the expectations you've put the boundaries there which is kind of yeah yeah perfect yeah I like that boundaries yeah yeah we all need them and uh, and and i cannot fill it out for you how much hours that will be yeah. how much hour you are able to work or how you yeah. want to fill in that your schedule and mm. how it will look like mm. but I, I think should you should be aware of that it's there there is a certain balance mm. that's that's the most important if and there I are think- so many things on your shoulders then you need to balance it looking at that like the the ability to sit down with your schedule and read re um read uh juggle it <laughs> like you were saying before but doing it with um you were talking about mindset do actually doing it with that open open heart like not don't get it out and go oh, i just never be able to find the time instead get it out and and just be a little bit excited i am going to find the time and 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 come at it from the po- a possibility mindset rather than that, you know, yes. I'm never going to find it sort of mindset, I think will also help. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause it, cause then you will, it, cause this is for you. And as we saw, we said before, all the positive reasons why yeah. to do it. Um, yeah. It is actually exciting. <laughs> yeah. And it's something that's not overnight process. No, you need to tell yourself all the time. It can be like this. Mm-hmm. Try first things first, try with one thing, then two, and then another mindset. And then it's something that will grow as yeah. long as it is helpful for you and you feel good about it. And then because we were talking about the silly season, it's a gift for you and for everyone else who knows you ultimately, if you can yeah. get this worked out too. Yeah, I love it. I love it. 
All right, Marlies, I know you have a child scolding to uh, call to get back. It's probably now knocking on the back of your head thinking, oh, I wonder what they want. So, (laughs) yes, kind of appropriate for um, the conversation we're having. Just an example of that (laughs) right there. Just the pressures that come in. So thank you so much for sharing uh, so much of your time with us and your wisdom around this. Um, Not to mention thinking of the topic in the first place, because I think it's really important (laughs) and valuable valuable stuff oh welcome i liked it a lot and uh yeah i hope it will help other moms busy moms (laughs) um, with the businesses and work and children everything and sports yeah Yeah. that would be nice i think it will uh, i think there's lots of valuable stuff here so thank you i'll put the links to your stuff if anybody wants to head off and and do a bit of running training with you as well yes um, as, and I'll put some of my stuff in there too if they want to do a bit of mindful running too. So uh, Very thanks everyone for listening and thanks again, Marlies, for being here. You're so welcome. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Fit Mind Fit Body podcast. I'd love to talk to you about your running journey. So send me a message on Facebook or on the website and let's do it. For a bunch of resources on mindful running that will help you get and stay mentally and physically fit, head over to the website fitmindfitbody.co and I'll see you there. Plus, I'll be back here in your podcast player a few times a week. Hit subscribe now so that you don't miss an episode. And before you go, I'd really appreciate it if you'd leave a review. It'll help more people to find the podcast and get inspired to start running. I'll see you soon. Bye.